Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Slade, the Buffyverse Revisited. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Jeremy. I'm your other host, James. And this week, we will be tackling Season 3, Episode 2, Dead Man's Party. Yes. So it's probably not much of a party. It's a direct reference to the uh, 1985 Oingo Boingo song of the same name. Oh, okay. Well, I just figured, you know, they're all dead, so it's probably not going to be a very good party. Um, that's just me. Uh, James. Yes, sir. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I am fucking fabulous. I have not seen you in at least 15 minutes. It's been at least (laughs) 15 whole minutes. Yeah, it's, uh, (laughs) wow. Um, we've decided to record always in the same clothing and, in and looking the same. Um, uh, that's clearly what's going on here. We didn't, we, we did not record these episodes back to back with a 15 no, minute no. break uh, between uh, no we didn't nope do nope nope we would never we do not. something like that we would never ever do something like that that's ridiculous just so that we could have an episode in the bag so we could be a little ahead of schedule yeah yeah no we, we would like ne- we don't think that far ahead we're idiots no we're idiots. I mean, we're, we're idiots. We would never consider. Why that. would we? Why would we plan like that? Exactly. We're morons. We don't plan ahead for anything, right. other than molestation. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I said um, uh, milkshakes. I love milkshakes. Oh, I do love a good milkshake, man. I, you know how long it's been? I haven't had a milkshake, a true milkshake, in a in a in a hot minute. Mm. Sad. Sad. Sad, sad, sad. James. Yes, sir. Do we have anything discuss to discuss prior to jumping in to this much better episode? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Just that just that it is a much better episode than last week's. All right. Well then uh take in us into opinion. some of those juicy, delicious, percolating dates and deets. As previously mentioned, we will be jumping into Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 3, Episode 2, the 36th episode of the series overall, Dead Man's Party. Our episode director this week is James Whitmore Jr., and our credited writer is Marty Knoxon. And not surprising that this is a, a pretty good episode. That's the same director and writing duo that brought us um, I Only Have Eyes for You last season okay that was which a, is that was a okay a, episode uh pretty good episode uh our original air date was october 6 1998 on the now defunct wb network and we pulled a nielsen rating of point of 4.3 million households during our original airing our regular cast as always includes sarah michelle geller as buffy nicholas brendan as xander allison hannigan as willow charisma carpenter as cordelia seth green as oz and anthony stewart head as giles our guest stars this week include christine sutherland as joyce armin shimmerman as principal snyder nancy leanhan as pat danny strong as jonathan and jason hall as devon Our episode synopsis this week reads, Buffy faces a difficult return to Sunnydale, but must reunite with Xander and Willow to face a new threat from the undead. Well, I think your, uh, I think your synopsis defeated mine this, uh, this week. 
Mine's, mine has nothing to do with what yours just said. Mine says, a Nigerian mask reanimates the dead, forcing Buffy to battle a horde of zombies. Wow. And that's somewhat accurate. More it like is. Third it is. act accurate, but... <clears throat> yeah. 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 Uh, so we open on Buffy finishing unpacking the last of her belongings after her return to Sunnydale at the end of our previous episode. And she goes over by Mama Joyce's bedroom uh, to let her know that she's heading out for a little bit. And, and Mama Joyce, Joyce has a client at home and she's getting <laughs> fucking hammered. She's just getting railed <laughs> over her fucking uh, uh, um, nightstand. Yeah, and shit's I, on the floor. I was like, I was like, um, what is going on? Like, she, we've never seen her conduct business during these hours when while Buffy's at home before. Right. She usually at least steps out for it. Right, you know, she usually at least a, gets a crack motel. Right, gets a hotel, maybe meets at the John's place. Yeah. Not sure why, and then it and then it dawned on me she's not used to Buffy being around. Right, anymore. she ran she's, her off so she could do business right. at home. Right, she's just hosting these guys at her place now. Easy and, peasy. And the fucking most fucked up part of the whole thing is the John is Principal Snyder. <laughs> And he's, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't actually drinking. And you, he's literally standing on, on on a fucking a little uh like a lift step stool, <laughs> so that he can, so that he can so that he can just uh, he's he looks like a chihuahua <laughs> humping a Great Dane. Yes, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it looks like, and that's why I threw up in my mouth and turned the episode off. Right. I did, too, at that point. So this is a really short review. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah, so very short. Uh, our monsterology for this. <laughs> one, no. um, so uh, and Joyce is hanging up a uh, mask, um, uh, a Nigerian mask that came in as part of uh, a new shipment of artifacts to the uh, her gallery. Um, uh she kind of reluctantly gives Buffy permission to head out and, and go find her friends. And uh, we cut to a little bit later and we're in a, in an alley and Buffy sees a shadowy figure kind of skulking down the alley and she gets suspicious. So she follows and um, she steps on a, on a soda can and, uh, uh, draws attention to herself and uh, the figure she's following spins around and jams a stake at her, of course, which she easily blocks and, and, and grabs out of this person's hand. And um, she looks to, she turns to face him and it's Xander. And uh, she makes a little quip about uh, not playing with, uh, uh, pointy sticks because it's all fun and games till someone loses an eye and and he's like fine uh, i'll just play with my pecker and he immediately drops his pants and she's like what what and he but he's he's going to town immediately right 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 what does she do snaps his neck yeah yeah um 
And the, the weird, like, he was already, like... <laughs> yeah, oh, he was full mass like, already. Like, he didn't even have to, like, fiddle with it or anything. No, he, didn't he, have just, to, he was already chubbed he, up. He just went, and he didn't... He didn't spit in his hand or anything. No, you know, no, he went he, he went no on lube. dry, bro. He just went he just raw dogged it. Yeah. It and she is completely mortified disgusting. by this because number one, it's fucking Xander. Right. But number she two, did. she's been with Angel. Like she wants to see this fucking chode. Right. So. She she is as disgusted as our listeners are right now. Exactly. She was trying to find the button to stop playback. Unfortunately, it was real life, and she couldn't. Right. Uh, so as she's finishing her little quip, a vampire busts out of... I don't know. Where the fuck did he bust out I of? Don't, I don't I couldn't figure it out either. He just, like, busted out of a thing and was there. Right. And I was, I was like, like okay. Like, where the fuck is that even? Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, uh, and, and attacks them both, and... Uh, um. Uh, as they're fighting, Buffy hears Cordelia over um, a walkie-talkie that Xander has attached to his belt. And not long after that, Cordelia, Willow, and Oz show up on the scene and all decked out with their stakes and crosses. And Buffy's kind of surprised to see them all working as a as a team to get the vampire off of uh, 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 off of her. And, uh, of course, one by one, the vampire takes them all out and um, Buffy finally jumps in and finishes the vampire off and um, uh, gives her uh, shocked friends a a greeting. And uh, we cut to our opening credits. That's our cold open. Yep. And during the cold open... um... There's a fire, and in that fire comes all of the stars come running out of the fire. They themselves on fire, and um, I don't know. It's 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 sad. It's a sad scene. It really is. Um, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't work. Yeah, it started out strong, and then it just it, it just, really it really fucking it fizzled. Out. I was like, yeah. dude. You better. You need to. Yeah, I know. It sometimes. You know, they don't. They're. They're not all gold, James. They're not. They're um, not. Anyway, so the gang with Buffy head to Giles' apartment, and they're outside of it, and uh, she's obviously very nervous about um, this, and she's kind of trying to back out, and they're like, "No, no, no, we got to do this." So they knock. Giles answers, and yeah. The gang's all back together. They're in his living room and kind of, kind of lightly discussing things and what had been going on and where she had been. No specifics or any. They didn't get too deep into it. And um, Giles gets up at one point and goes into his kitchen to prepare what appears to be tea and crumpets, um, literally, because <clears throat> he comes back with them on a tray later, and that's what it looks like to me. But it could be simple cookies, but. We'll go with crumpets. I think, I, th- I think they're just cookies. Let's go with crumpets, though. Because um, it, it's definitely tea. Or, oh, yeah, it's tea. Maybe it could have been coffee. Giles does like coffee. I'm pretty sure it's tea. We'll say tea and crumpets. Um, 
But it's just a great, there's just this great little part where he's standing in his kitchen alone um, preparing this stuff, and he can hear all the kids in the living room talking still. And he takes his glasses off, and he just, the relief, you can just see the relief on him, and he smiles, you know, just hearing her voice and hearing them all talking. And he's just, he loves this girl. He loves her like his own daughter. And... He, he the like I said the relief just washes over him and he's 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 very very happy man um, that she's I, back. I I love that scene. Yeah. It's probably my favorite scene in the episode. Yeah, it's you, that little he, bitty thing. It's so powerful, you know. Like you said, it's he doesn't even have any dialogue. It's all it's all facial and and whatnot. And like you said, it's his adoration and and love of Buffy like just comes through so great in the in in that little scene it's phenomenal yeah um <clears throat> so the next day um Joyce and uh Buffy go to see Principal Snyder trying to get Buffy back into school of course of, of course of course Snyder's not having any of it and he's like just he's fucking jerking off to the idea that 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 he's getting to block her out of school. And he really he literally he really says is. he's having like, what? How does he say that he's having little tinglings? He says he he says uh, what's his exact line? I don't remember exactly what it is, but but he's he says something to the effect of he's experiencing uh, almost physical pleasure. Yeah. So he's literally, I think yeah. under the desk, he is fucking, he is slamming away at his fucking hog meat. Like he's going to town on himself. Yeah, because, and he just keeps telling him, you know, how happy he is that he gets to not let her come back. And then he says something about, you know, oh, on the way into school today, I saw that hot dog on a stick was hiring and you'd look so cute in that hat. And I was thinking you'd look cute if she stuck that fucking stick up your ass. So Snyder, Snyder's exact quote is, I have not only the right, but also a nearly physical sensation of pleasure at the thought of keeping her out of school. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what, dude? Exactly. It's like... You're all you're horned up at <laughs> you're, keeping her out of school? What is right? wrong with you? The fuck, bro? Um, so anyway, Buffy's like, let's go, Mom. You know, fuck this little twerp. So... They go. They leave, and um, Joyce is going to drop <clears throat> Buffy off at this coffee shop to meet Willow, and uh, she's like, you know, maybe we'll try private school or something. And Buffy's like, "Fuck me!" And so Buffy hangs out at the coffee shop. Willow never shows. So, um, <clears throat> so I just real quick, um, uh, season three. Uh, obviously much more budget sure. now. Sure. We are seeing, this is clearly like downtown Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. So, uh, more money to expand our universe physically, not just storytelling wise, but physically we now have a, a section of downtown Sunnydale, you know, that we see complete with coffee shop. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just, uh, um, kind of a I guess credit to the show's popularity you know to get that much more in the budget to expand 
like that, you know. Yeah, de- well, definitely. I mean, they've at this point the fucking numbers they're pulling, they've proven themselves to the network. So, right, uh, some 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 cash has been injected into the budget at this. Uh, it's become more apparent now than it and it never has. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, uh, we'll see later in the episode. The espresso pump serves Seattle's best coffee, which is a shame. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, especially considering they're they're so far away. Um, so yeah, Willow never shows, and Buffy's downtrodden, and so she just walks home. And as she's walking up to the to her door, this fucking fruity weird woman comes walking out of her house, and this is Pat, a book a book club member of Joyce's, who they met and. Blah blah blah. She's just a goofball weirdo. She's wearing like this fucking Native American uh, necklace kind of thing. Uh, I don't want to sound stupid, but I don't know what it is. But she's she's just a goofball, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you really hurt your mom while you were gone." She's a bitch. She's also kind of a an undercover bitch. So, um, let me ask you something. Yeah, are Joyce and Pat fucking? Oh. She's a client, son. Pat is That's a client. She's like, listen, I, I saw you walk in the streets, and I thought, hey, do you go both ways? And Joyce is like, well, if the if the if the price is right, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and then Pat pulled out a Benjamin, and and she was like, I'll do five people for that, and Pat was like, let's roll, ho, and bam. That's what was going to book club my ass. She's a client. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As long as we're on the same page. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, uh, Buff heads into the house and uh, talking to mom. And she said, holy fuck, two episodes in a row with mom around? Like, damn, she's actually taking this momming thing seriously. Not really, but, you know, we'll pretend she is. Uh, so, she says, hey, why don't I invite... Or she, she's like, you know, Willow called, and, and she's like, the fuck, you know, where was she? Well, she didn't say, she just said she got held up, and that she tried to call. And I was like, tried to call? Why would she try to call them when that she knew they weren't home? Right. What the fuck? But anyway, um, so Mom's like, hey, why don't I invite Mr. Giles and everybody over tonight for dinner, and we'll, you know, we'll have dinner, and... And I'm thinking in my head, wow, you really are ballsy as fuck. You're going to invite this guy now over for dinner? Right? That was my immediate thought, too. She's like, she's like, I thought we'd invite Willow and Mr. Giles and everyone. And I was like, you're going to – you just fucking told this dude it's his fucking fault that your kid ran away from yeah. home. And you're going to have him over for spaghetti? Right. It's, you just told this guy it's his fault that you're a horrible mother – and a street walking hooer, and now you're going to invite him over for. Joyce does not strike me as a very good cook, so I'm thinking she it's probably tuna helper, um, and it's probably scorched, you know, and like burnt to the bottom of the pan, and it's going to taste like fucking Bigfoot's dick or something. So I don't know, but anyway, Buffy's. Whoa, hold on, hold on. Side story: How do you know what Bigfoot's dick tastes? Like? We'll talk about that off camera. Okay. 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 Uh, so, uh, fucking, then she's like, go down in the basement and get the, get the good plates. And 
Puffy's like, <laughs> Puffy's like, Mom, Giles and the gang are not good plate people. They're regular plate people. Anyway, she has to go down there. So she goes down in the basement to do this, and she finds a dead fucking nasty half-decayed cat down in her basement. And the next thing we know, she they're outside burying it. And she, Buffy's mom's like, what do you want to say? Some words? And Buffy's like, like what? Thanks for stopping by and dying in our basement? <laughs> and I was like, exactly. Like, what, what the fuck? This, she's so, Joyce is so goddamn weird. Um, so she ends up clubbing mom over the head with the shovel and buries her with the cat. And I'm like, yes, fucking finally. Finally. Woo. Uh, anyway, later that night, Buffy's going to bed and that fucking creepy, weird mask that mom had been hanging in the room begins to glow. Its eyes begin to glow red. And then we see that dead fucking mangy, nasty fucking decayed cat climb out of the ground where where they had buried it. So I'm like, oh, cool. So this mask is basically going to create the pet cemetery, I guess. Um, then we cut, you know, Buffy is now dreaming about Angel. Who's she dreaming about? Um, from what I could tell, she was dreaming about... What? What, 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 what? Yeah, um, okay. I have no idea what's happened in this scene. Do you, okay, so it's not just me. Nope, no okay. idea. No idea. Because no idea. she says something like, where are they? And he says, oh, they're waiting for you up here. And she's like, I'm, I'm scared. And he goes, you should be. And I'm like, what? And that's pretty much it. Like, she wakes up. And, but, was this, (laughs) I don't know what this, like, was this, like, bad editing? Was shit cut out? Was this supposed to mean something later on? Because I thought, okay, this will come around full circle later on in the episode, and this will, we'll understand what this meant. Right. I never got that. It was nope. just this weird fucking scene that, like, somebody wrote a high yep. or something. I, I don't know. Um, yep. Anyway, so the next morning, uh, she and Joyce are talking about school sh- options again, and um, they suggest murdering Principal Snyder to get her back into school. And Buffy's like, well, fuck, I can off him with a sneeze. And Joyce is like, well... Let's do this shit. So that's what... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, she suggests... Mom suggests... Well, why don't you tell some more people that you're the Slayer? You know, like the police and Principal Snyder. And then maybe they'll... You know, they'll... Principal Snyder will have... Um, you know, be lenient, understanding. And I'm like, oh, yeah. He's clearly presented <laughs> yeah. himself as a lenient and understanding individual. He's jerking right. off under his desk to the thought of keeping you out of school. So... You know, uh, Joyce is just, it's almost like the writers make are making, how do I say this? Like they enjoy making her a, a hate, a hate, a, a character to hate. Well, I've, I've said <laughs> this from, I've said this from the beginning. Joyce, it, it, 
it's always seemed like Joyce is there as a secondary antagonist. Yes. To Buffy. Like she's the big bad of the season. <laughs> right. You know, like, like, like there's always like the main villain. And then, and then in some episodes, Joyce. there's also, also Joyce. Exactly. And I'm like, they give her the most shitty lines. They make her dumb and say stupid things that no rational person would think would be a thing to do or say. And I don't know. So she she suggests that to Buffy, and Buffy is obviously like, "Yeah, lol, no." Um, and then the cat, mom opens up the back door at one point, and that fucking dead ass cat comes running in. And this this part surprised me. We cut to a little bit later, and Buffy's answering the front door, and it's Giles, and he's got like a cage with him to capture this cat. And I'm like, Buffy. The Vampire Slayer had to call Giles to come and capture a reanimated half-dead cat. But that's exactly what happened. Um, he pulls it out from underneath a, the couch or something and puts it in this cage. And um, they, They're talking and about the whole situation. And he's like, well, I'm going to have to you know, do some research to figure out what the, what the fuck is up with this, you know, reanimated cat? And Buffy's like, well, I'll go with you. And he's like, you can't because you're not allowed on school grounds. And um, she's like, oh, yeah, about that. Well, fuck me. So I guess I'll just stay home. Guess I'll just go fuck myself then. And um, he, uh, we, we cut back to the library and uh, uh, they're just... Him and the gang are discussing various, uh, like, welcome back dinner scenarios. It's it's a funny conversation, but I'm not going to go over it verbatim. We should point out that in that scene where he gets the cat, he does make note of the, the funny mask, Ni- the Nigerian mask yeah. in Joyce's bedroom. Right. Yeah. And so they, f- here's another thing. This scene I didn't understand. They've they've all been they've all gotten the invite from Joyce to come to come for dinner, and somehow, in their minds, they've decided. Well, okay, let's have a party. Thank you. I the whole like as this was unfolding, and then and and then, you know, spoiler alert. As we'll get into it here in a few minutes, like there's a full blown party happening at Joyce's house, like a teenage and, underage drinking party, right. and she's like, cool at, with it. At no point was Joyce like this. No, this isn't what I what I. Yeah, asked no, you all aren't coming happen. into my fucking house and trashing right. it. Yeah, right. Also, like you said, underage. At what point? At what point in Joy in Joyce's appearances over the last thirty six episodes episodes have we ever gotten the impression that she would be okay with underage drinking in her house? Yeah, at a party that she didn't even sign up for. Right, because there's a, they're discussing it there in the library, and Willow says looks at Oz and he's like he's like oh hey, do you think you can get the band to play? And I'm like the 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 band to play. It's you're just invited for dinner. You're not invited to create a party at someone's house. Right. But that's exactly what the fuck they decide on. They're going to have a fucking full-blown kegger at Buffy's to make her feel, you know, welcomed back. 
Giles, of course, is like, this is a horrible idea. What are you people on? But he gets outvoted, so he's just like, okay. Because um, he's he's going through research material at this time, trying to figure out something about this cat. And while they're blowing his mind with this utter stupid idea, they he there's a picture of the mask, and he misses it. And... Um, because they're so stupid and blowing his mind. So anyway, we cut later that night to Buffy's house, and she's, you know, she's in a, a cute little dress. She, you know, she's done up to look nice. She's preparing the um, the dining room table. You know, putting the the dishes dishware out and whatnot. And she gets a knock at the door, and she answers it, and it's fucking Oz's band carrying like all their instruments and shit and he's like where do you want us to set up and she's like how about at your fucking house (laughs) and that was the beginning that's the beginning of it then just it's just it's insane they're the house is literally full wall to wall with people buffy even makes um a reference later to people she doesn't even fucking know or has never seen before they're there there's liquor Mm -hmm. everywhere um, it, it's insane. Joyce. Joyce is doing shots. Is doing of shots of schnapps in the kitchen the with kitchen weird Pat with, or whatever her Pat. name was. All I can every time I heard Pat, I was just thinking of that character from Saturday Night Live. The <laughs> the uh, never knew if it was a guy or girl. You know, yeah. Pat. So anyway, yeah, she's literally doing sh- sh- fucking sh- drinking schnapps in the. It's it's. I don't know. I don't know who wrote this, but anyway. Finally, uh, Buffy calls Willow aside because she's not getting. Real quick, um, when when Pat first comes over, mm-hmm. I think does Pat come over before or before after? all the party goers get there? Be- yeah. Before the band gets there, mm-hmm. <laughs> Pat comes over with empanadas that she made in her Spanish class. Yeah, and uh, um, <laughs> Buffy asks like, "There's a a." a moment of awkward silence between Buffy and Pat <laughs> yeah. and and Buffy's like do you want to talk to my mom and Pat's like please and for, and before uh, Pat can even finish saying please Buffy is like mom <laughs> yeah. yeah get this weird adult lady away from me and I got such a kick out of it because it was such like is such a teenager thing to do yeah yeah <laughs> So, Buffy had been trying to talk to Willow, but Willow's, like, can't hear over the music and stuff, and things just have seemed weird with with all of Buffy's friends since she's been back. So, she gets Willow and pulls her aside, and she's like, you know, what's going on, you know? It seems like you've been avoiding me, and Willow, you know, denies it and everything, and she's like, see, we're here now together, you know, blah, 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 and then she just kind of leaves, and now Buffy really knows, like, something's up, and, uh... She walks back through the house, and she runs into uh, Xander and Cordelia, who are basically fucking on the stairs. I mean, they're just making out, but it's some pretty deep making out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 pretty intense, and she's like, she, Buffy's totally grossed out by it. And then Xander sees her, and, and they start talk. They, they strike up a little bit of a conversation, but they're clearly too busy fucking eating each other's fucking throats to 
spend any time talking to Buffy. So, um, we cut back to the kitchen and 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 uh, uh, Joyce and Pat are talking, and Pat's like, "So, how have you really been since Buffy's come home?" And I'm like, "What the fuck is that supposed to mean?" Like, you know what I mean? Like this Pat lady just seems like a shit disturber to me, you know? <laughs> and and Joyce is like, "Well, you know." I thought that, you know, when she'd get here, I'd, I'd just throw my arms around her and tell her how much I loved her and, and everything would be fine. But to be honest, it's 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 actually been much harder. Well, see, Buffy overhears that part, but not the first part. So at this point, she's like, fuck this. All my friends are shitting on me. My mom's shitting on me. So she heads back upstairs and starts to pack her bag again. She's going to fucking jam out of here, which I don't fucking blame her, to be honest, because <laughs> these people fucking suck. Uh, we cut back to the library, and um, Giles hits the jackpot. He's looking through that book, and this time he spots the mask and and the information, and he's like, fuck. So he rushes over to his phone, tries to call Buffy's house. Some goofy fucking party-goer boy answers the phone, and he can't hear really what Giles is saying. and So that doesn't go well, and they get disconnected, and Giles is like, fuck this. So he grabs his shit and... Runs out, gets in his car, and heads towards Buffy's. And we cut back to Buffy's room. And what's going on there, James? Other than the gangbang, you don't need to bring that part up. <laughs> um, wait, where did you leave off? Where Willow comes into Buffy's room as she's packing her satchel. Um. So Willow comes into Buffy's room. Well, no, because. So, but you let, where did you leave off with Giles? Jumps in his car and he's heading towards Buffy's. Okay. Because my notes. It's cool. I'll take it. Um, well, no, I'm just, I'm just saying because my notes continue the Giles in the car scene with having him hit that guy. Well, you turns you're, out to you're, be a dead. Yeah, your notes but are yeah, wrong. But yeah, I kind of I combined scenes yeah um, yeah that's 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 a failure on your part mm-hmm. um, <laughs> um but willow walks in on uh buffy in her bedroom packing her bag and uh they're they're going back and forth over buffy's initial decision to run away and she's so that we- shitty that but that but she's like what are you gonna do you're gonna fucking leave again and i'm like well, what? Why wouldn't she? You're all fucking douches, right? Um, and she's all like, Willow's whining about like I had all these things going on in my life over the oh, summer. Oh, this pissed and me I, off so bad. I'm, I'm dating and I'm learning witchcraft. I'm dating and, and, and learning to do spells. And Buffy's like, I murdered the man of my dreams to save the fucking world and was wanted for murder I didn't commit and thrown out of my fucking house by my mother right. but oh right. sorry I, Will I was like I'm dating a werewolf and I'm learning witchcraft and I didn't have my best friend here to talk about everything with and boo boo I've got sand in my vagina because she was hi- having to hide in a crack house because she was wanted for fucking murder she didn't commit right God. Um, so at that Fuck. point Joyce comes into Buffy's bedroom and of course she flies off the fucking handle and uh, 
Um, Buffy, Buffy runs downstairs and trying to leave, and Joyce stops her from like right in the middle of the fucking party, and starts chewing Buffy out for running away and um, putting her through everything she put her through over the summer, and Buffy tries to defend herself, and then fucking Xander, fucking Xander of all people. He's the uh, worst. He's the worst of all of them. Fucking chimes in with his fucking two cents. And will not let it, like, he is fucking, he is doubling and tripling down on this shit, dude. Yep. Um, And then at one point, Oz is like, hey, I'm going to be the policeman here, and let's Let's settle this down. And Willow's all like, no, let him go. Like, she wants to... Right. Dude, I hate all of them at this point. Right. She's like, obviously talking about things isn't going to help, so maybe we should try violence. And at that point, I'm like, yeah, she should spin kick all of you in your fucking craniums. Right. And, like, Buffy's crying and trying to defend herself, and she's getting attacked by her mom and All of her best friends. And Willow. Cordelia is trying to help, but it's... Cordelia tries to help, but it's Cordelia. It's a Cordelia type so of way it, of helping. And, right. Um, and uh, about that point, um, the uh, uh, horde of zombies crash into the Summer's home. And they start attacking and killing uh people because this every- mask that that stupid dumb fucking Joyce had brought from the gallery is a fucking Nigerian goddamn demon mask that brings shit back from the dead by the way um you do that I just want to I want to comment sure I fucking hate every one of her friends in this episode and her oh, yeah. and her stupid fucking mother. And, oh, yeah. And, and we never get a resolution. Even to the end of the episode, Buffy just accepts the fact that she was a... Oh, fucking Joyce says this thing at one point. It's a, Actually, it was a little bit earlier in the episode. But she says, Buffy, you made bad choices and you just might have to suffer the consequences. And, and I'm like, right. fuck you. She didn't make a single bad choice. She's a 17-year-old girl who made the only fucking choices she could make to save yeah. the goddamn world, including you, you ungrateful fucking bitch. And yep. no, she didn't make a single bad choice. Every choice she made, she had to make. She had to leave the house that night to go save the world. She had to kill her fucking, the love of her life to kill to save the fucking world. Then she had to go on the run because she was wanted for murder she didn't fucking commit, and you told her not to come home. So, no, I think her choices were pretty goddamn good. Um, and all of her fucking friends uh, fucking uh, nailing themselves to fucking crosses and acting like, oh, oh, we, we, I, we can't believe you did this to us. I wanted to set all of them on fire and roast fucking marshmallows. Even Willow, who Willow's normally the one that we can rely on to be, to understand, like, understand Buffy's side of things and like, yo, you guys aren't understanding. No, even Willow is a fucking stupid hooch in this fucking episode. And and I just want to beat all of them with fucking Negan's baseball bat. 
And yep. and oh. Xander and Xander says tells Buffy that she's be, that taking off like she did was selfish and stupid. Yeah, and I'm like, wait a minute, Xander fucking Harris. If anybody in this fucking circle should be berating Buffy, it ain't your ass because right. you are the most stupid, uh, fucking obnoxious, uh, childish, unresponsible, or I should say irresponsible asshole of everybody who has no, you don't, you don't just not have a leg to stand on. You have no legs to stand on. You're fucking, you are paraplegic in this fucking instance. And you yep. should shut the fuck up forever. Yep. You know? Because, like, y- you really want to lay it on the line. Look but look at back at Becoming Part 2. Whose fault is it that Buffy didn't stall longer in the fight? Because he wouldn't pass on the information Be- because due to his didn't... own arrogant fucking childlike jealousy of Angel. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Because he refused to tell... Buffy that Willow was trying the spell again. Right, exactly. That's why I'm just like, fuck Xander fucking Harris. I'm so sick of his bullshit. I've said it time and time again, and I will continue to say it time and time into the future. This podcast is 85% a Xander Lavelle Harris hate podcast. Yes, because he is a shit character and a shit friend. And he is obviously Joss Whedon in real life. So uh, the zombies are attacking, and one of them grabs Pat and drags her off down a hallway. And, <laughs> I got to talk about this Pat thing when we get to it. And Buffy, Joyce, and Xander and Willow um, all run upstairs, and Oz and Cordelia hide in a closet downstairs. And They're not actually hiding in a closet. You know, you, um, you know what's going uh, on there. Upstairs, uh, they find Pat laying on the floor, and they get her up to her feet and into Joyce's bedroom. Okay, and- pause. They get Pat into Joyce's bedroom. Now, if you watch that scene, they bring Pat in, and she has an arm around Joyce. And is it Cordelia? No. No. Because Cordelia's down in the closet. Okay, she has an arm around Joyce and an arm around... Willow. Willow. I think Willow. Okay, and they they bring Pat into the bedroom there where they're hiding out from the zombies. She's walking with them and has her arms around them. They put her down, and Joyce says, Oh, my God, Pat, she's dead. And Willow, you know, can't find a pulse. And everything. I'm like, did she, so she just died in, in like one second later? Right, right. I mean, right. she walked into the room, and they put her down on the thing, and she's dead. I, I don't know. I yep. didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know. Right. I was like, I, the I, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I was too. I was kind of no like, marks on her. No blood. Not right. even. Not even like a boo boo bruise. Nothing. She's right. just. Right. She's been scared to death. Apparently. Right. Maybe they shoved one of those fucking empanadas down her fucking throat and. <coughs> Sorry, I don't like Pat. Um. So yeah. So then we cut to, a little bit later, and Oz and Cordelia come out of the closet. Literally, they both tell everyone that they're actually homosexuals. Yeah. Um, and all the zombies have uh, either left or gone upstairs, and they run into Giles, who's finally showed up, and 
he explains that the mask uh, contains the power of the zombie demon Uvu Mobani, or Evil Eye, and that all the zombies are after it, and whoever puts it on will become the demon incarnate. Um, and as he's driving in his car, heading there, he has a funny line where he's like, oh, look at me, a, a demon mask that raises the dead. And he's like, fucking Americans. It's fucking funny. Um, uh, we cut back upstairs, and nobody notices that uh, Pat uh, is now uh, awake and zombified, and she gets up and... My uh, favorite scene is when she when Pat throws Joyce across the fucking room. <laughs> and literally Joyce Joyce sees that Pat's alive and she runs over to her only to be knocked across the room by Pat. And I'm like, Yeah Um but Joyce ends up landing over by Xander and they're kind of looking on as Pat grabs the mask and puts it on and Did you see Xander slip? Joyce, that twenty that he owed her from the last from their last yeah yeah I saw yeah. That, yeah yeah okay um and the, but he well he tried to slip it to her and she kind of like shoot it away and she was like yeah. she's like Buffy's here Buffy's the- here well no she was like that one was on the house I told you oh right that little quick H J behind the barn yeah right yeah okay um. Uh, Pat puts on the uh, oh and the mask immediately turns her into the demon incarnate and she starts to speak of course it's not her voice it's the demon's voice and and she has the it has the dumbest it has one line to say and it's so dumb what is it James uh, I live you die yeah that's it um and uh, uh, all the all the zombies that were previously trying to get into the room and kill everybody are now just completely paralyzed in fear by Mobani's presence. And Buffy tries to attack the demon, and um, but it uh, flashes a a bright white light that kind of stuns or hypnotizes Buffy for a moment. And she's unable to move. And, um, she takes pretty hard hit from the demon. And then, uh, the demon does the same thing to Willow and, 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 Willow. and it was just about to snap Willow's neck. Did you, did you see that? Yeah. 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 I was just going to say is, is just about to kill Willow and Buffy recovers and, um, jumps the demon and pushes herself and the demon through the bedroom window and out onto the the roof and then onto the ground outside and um uh they're they crash into the backyard and um buffy's trying to avoid uh uh the demon's gaze by covering her eyes and we put cut back to Giles and Cordelia and Oz fighting off a zombie and Giles tells Oz to uh, warn Buffy that um, attacking the eyes is the only way to defeat the demon and Oz jumps over the stair railing and um, runs out to the backyard and 
is immediately stunned by the demon's uh, eye flash. And uh, um, Buffy obviously puts two and two together and um, gets up and calls Pat's name. And when the demon turns around, she shoves the shovel that they had previously used to dig the hole to for the dead cat right into fucking Pat's skull right in the eyes. Yep. Um, and, and then not it, only does she like disappear, all so the, the demons. Things. Yeah. The Pat, or I'm the sorry, mask, demons, zombies, all, all the zombies, uh, disappear. Um, it's like, wait a minute. They were just normal dead people. Why would they disappear? Whatever. I, I, whatever. Right. Um, everybody kind of regroups inside and, I don't know. Apparently, the fight made everything better because Willow yeah. and uh, Buffy hug and Buffy's okay fine. with being completely shit on by a right. bunch of fucking ungrateful assholes, and yeah. and then stupid fucking Joyce has another stupid fucking line where she says, uh, "Is this a normal day at the office for you?" It's like, yeah, bitch, yeah. This is the fucking shit yeah. she deals with constantly. While you're being a fucking stuck-up, snobby gallery bitch and and giving her a hard fucking time, you know? <sighs> right. Um, so then we cut to the next day, and uh, Giles is paying a visit to... This is uh, my one of my favorite scenes of any episode of any season of all time. And I know when you watched when you watched it, you immediately knew it was one of mine too. Oh yeah, I was like Ripper. Hello there. So Giles shows up at Principal Snyder's office, and he's trying to convince him to let Buffy uh, uh, come back to school. And um, uh, Principal Snyder says refuses, and Giles tells him that he'll he'll take things right to the state supreme court and make things difficult for Snyder professionally and uh um Snyder says he's still not convinced at which point Giles grabs Snyder by the the lapel of his suit jacket and pushes him up against some filing cabinets and gets in his face and he says, would you like me to convince you? <laughs> but he's just got that devilish little smile. And he's like, would, mm-hmm. you, would you like me to convince you? Like he wants to let Ripper come out. <laughs> you know? I was like, yeah! Um, and then we cut to the espresso pump. And Willow and Buffy are there. And um, Willow's, Willow's talking about her her really ho- hard summer of dabbling in magic and right. uh, knocking the power out at one point. And I just want to slap her again. I'm like, Willow, you're the level-headed uh, one that understands shit. And for some reason in this episode, you are basically Xander. I, I don't understand. Right. right. Um, so... Uh, Buffy apologizes again for not being there for Willow. What she should never have to do. Willow forgives her. and I would say, and bitch, then, uh, I need to forgive you, not the other way around. And then they go back and forth exchanging some insults. 
that yeah it's just it's so yeah uh, and that's the end of our episode yeah thankfully because uh, i was my blood pressure was in the triple digits at this point uh how about a little monsterology okay um so the demon um abu babu babu as far as i could tell completely made up yeah. for for the show um Overall, the ideas presented to me, and you kind of alluded to it before, um, is kind of a mishmash of Stephen King's Pet Cemetery and George Romero's Dead series. Yep. Um, uh, so that's uh, that's our monsterology for this week. Our body count this week is six. Yep. Um, and that's if an you ad- don't count all the fucking zombies. I was going to say, with an asterisk, the asterisk being if you count all the zombies that automatically disappeared when Buffy killed Ovu Mobani. Um, no bronze ban this week. We did not go to the bronze. Um, our music this week uh, was uh, Nevermind, performed by Four Star Mary from the album Thrown to the Wolves, released by MSG Records in 1999. Sway, performed by Four Star Mary from their self-titled album, Four Star Mary, released by Four Star Mary Music in 1997. Pain, performed by Four Star Mary from their self-titled album, Four Star Mary, released by Four Star Mary Music in 1997. It was also featured on their album, Thrown to the Wolves, released by MSG Records in 1999, as well as... Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the album released by TVT Records in 1999, and uh, the mask theme as composed by series composer Christoph Beck. Uh, Four Star Mary, of course, is the band that um, is supposed to be... It's it's the band they use as uh, the music for Oz's band, Dingo's Ate My Baby. Jeremy, yes. Tell me, how many Nigerian demon masks do you give this episode? And f- give me your final thoughts. Okay. Well, I gave last week's episode two and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, right in the middle. This one, I'm going to give a three and a half. Okay. Now. Okay. I need to explain why. First of all, that final scene with Giles punking out Snyder that gave this an entire one extra point. So this also would have been a two and a half, but it became a three and a half because that fucking scene is just whatever line um, Snyder used about almost experiencing physical pleasure. (laughs) That was me. And during that scene, I was like, yes. Um, Yeah. uh, I just want to be, I'm, I'm going to be kind of brief about it. You know, good episode, like last week's, not bad, not great. Um, but it was ranked, I, I, I ranked it low because the stupidity of all these people who should be worshiping the ground that this fucking 17-year-old girl walks on, and yet they, uh, they all had the audacity and, and 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 not only the audacity to to shit on her but to convince her that they were right because she just mm-hmm. accepts it and she's like yeah okay i was r-. 
No, you weren't. <laughs> you know, I just, I want to swoop in and be like, you motherfuckers. You know, like Joyce, right. you're a fucking adult. You should know better. Xander, you're a fucking delinquent. Go to jail. Willow, I don't even know. You must be high today. Oz, you're cool. Uh, Cordelia. And he literally was the only one that was cool. Well, like he always the, is the well, only one that's cool. Giles. You know, he's always the only one that's cool. He's like, I don't, I don't get into these things, you know? Right. I just, right. I don't know, man. But I said enough during the episode of how annoyed I was with those people. And, um, right. and I, and I remained that way because it doesn't resolve like in the episode where they all come full circle and realize, wow, we were so wrong, you know, to say these things, to believe the, you know, but no, they all felt like they were right. And they even convinced her that they were right. And that just pisses me off. Um, but anyway, other than that, okay. Episode definitely better than last week's a little, a little more fun, you know, um, but yeah, three and a half, a whole extra point because uh, Ripper is the man. Uh, James. Yes, sir. How many convincing arguments would you give this episode? And give me your final thoughts. Uh, I'm going to give this episode a three. Okay. Um, yeah, it wasn't it, it wasn't a, a great episode. It was a good episode. Um, I think it I think it would have served better as the season premiere. Um, like I stated um, in our review of the season premiere last week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but overall, yeah, I'm, I, I've never disliked our core characters um, as much as I did in this episode. I know. Um, um and and like you said, you know, there's no the resolution to it at the end is Buffy just accepting that she's being shit on by her mom and her two best friends and that she was completely in the wrong and they're right. Yeah. You know, that's not I yeah, I don't yeah. Um but she made the, every right choice is all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, not a, not a bad episode by any means, but not, uh, not, not a great episode. So yeah, a three, three from me. Yeah. And the thing I love is that we're at a point now in the show where the quote unquote boring or, or stinker episodes are so much better than the oh, yeah. stinker episodes from like season one. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's like oh, even yeah. even see, the stinkers are 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 entertaining and, and fun to watch, oh, you know. Oh oh yeah. This you know this season three three episode would have been a one in season one. Oh yeah. Or even I mean, season two. You think back to like the pack and it's like, oh right. this is so much better, right. you know? Right. Um yeah. But yeah, I um, uh, yeah, not a not a bad episode, but not not a great episode. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I hesitate to say I wouldn't put it on. I don't think it's on a must-watch list. No, no. Um, um but I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn it off if I was. Yeah, yeah. When I say. Yeah, when I say it's something's not on the must-watch list, that doesn't mean I'm saying, yeah. oh, I wouldn't watch this. Right, I just right. mean 
it's not on the like if somebody comes along and I'm like, you gotta see this episode. You know, right. it's definitely right. not one of those. I mean, I think, you know, it's it's definitely got some outstanding moments. The scene with Giles in his kitchen by himself, phenomenal. Yeah. Oh the, yeah. The 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 end scene with Giles and Snyder, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I think. I think Cordy trying to step in and defend Buffy is is a really great moment in the episode. Unfortunately, she Cordy's it up. <laughs> yeah, well, if you remember, I don't know, midway through last season or so is when I said, this is the point where I begin to love Cordelia, you know? Right. Whereas before right. it was like, oh, it's that bitch and her bitch squad. And, you know, like she was just that character, you know? And right. now she's fully part of the the squad and you know you just you got to love cordelia she is who she is right um you know uh i think it it was the i think it was the, the previous episode and i forgot to mention it at the time but like when she when she saw Willow on the first day of school, yeah, like, she was she was genuinely happy to see Willow. Yeah, she goes, "Hi, Willow. How was your summer?" You know. Yeah, like such a complete from, turnaround from where in the first episode she's like, "Oh, Willow, I see you're seeing the softer side of Sears." And right, you know, exactly. That, yeah. Like, I, I would say, of of our core cast, she's experienced so far. The most character growth. The most growth, but by far. I mean, um, if you're not going to consider, if you're not going to count Buffy, then yeah, right, yeah, Cordelia right. has has yeah, and that's why I say like you, it's around last season or so is when you really start to love the Cordelia character, and it's like fuck, I can't imagine this show without her, you know? Right, right. Um, but yeah, so uh, so yeah, three three from me. Um, All right, and those those are my final thoughts. All right, James. Yes, sir. What's our website address? Um, www.jamesesnakedass.com. Okay, hang on a minute. I'm going to pull back up. Uh, you, you, uh, James, uh, what is our real uh, uh, website address? Uh, that would be buffyrevisited.com. And, and what- at... Go ahead. I was just going to say, and what's our email address? Uh, that would be buffyrevisited at gmail.com. And you can find a link to that email address at buffyrevisited.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find a link to our Facebook. And uh, you can either email us or Facebook us, message, comments, whatever, uh, about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the series, or Angel the series. Um, or specific episodes, or anything in between as it relates to Buffy and the Buffyverse. We would love to hear from you. We would love to discuss uh, these things with you. Yeah, uh, since we don't get anyone talking to us, I'm considering setting up a a Raven network um, so people could send us a Raven. Um, (laughs) Maybe even carrier pigeons, whatever. Carrier pigeons, Um, sure, sure. I like the Raven the Raven idea though that seems yeah seems cooler yeah yeah um, yeah SOS maybe um, I don't Smoke I don't signals. I don't know Morse code or I would I would I would set that up um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, send us a self addressed stamped envelope to so and so and so and <laughs> what however right. you guys want to talk let's fucking talk you know yeah yeah um, we um 
you know, Jeremy and uh, Jeremy and I are only like this with each other. We won't be like this engaging in conversation with you all. Well, I I probably will. Well, Jeremy probably will, but yeah. I am capable of having a completely adult conversation. Yeah, I'm not. I am not even remotely <laughs> capable of that. About about these shows. Yeah, I am a so. I am I am a child. Um, <laughs> that's just who I am. Um, next week, James. Guess what? What? Season three. Episode three, Faith, Hope, and Trick. We know what the Ooh. trick part is. That's Joyce. <laughs> so uh, we already know that. Um, I mean, anyway. Oh, but I could, I could hope that it's, it's the faith part is also the trick part. Yeah, faith, this is one of my favorite episodes coming up. So mine too. Introduces mine too. one of my favorite characters. <sighs> um. Any closing thoughts, James? Um, okay, nothing, well then let's just go. No, ahead. No. <laughs> nothing that really applies to this episode. I was, just, but I was just going to say the introduction of this character next week just um, continues in a long line of of uh, my attraction to problematic women. Yeah, I, we have to admit as much as That's, I as much as I hate he who shall not be named. He has very good taste in women. Yeah. Um, um, that that started all the way back with uh, um, Hercules, the legendary journeys, and uh, um, Callisto. Yeah. Was probably the beginning of my yep. <laughs> my attraction to problematic women. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am going to not say a word, and I am going to... Uh, just uh, keep my mouth shut. Um, but uh, other than that, and with all that being alluded to, uh, I look forward to seeing everyone next week. And until then, I've been one of your hosts. I'm Jeremy. I'm your other host, James. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.